Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at hauntedattractionspodcast.com. This is Marketing Monday with your lovable, surly, and sometimes eccentric hosts, Tyler and Philip. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Marketing Monday. I am your host, Tyler Barnett. And I'm here with my good friend, Philip. Philip, how are you this week? Well, I'm still alive. I know. It is the last week of October. And you know what? It's sad news that this is the end for a lot of haunts around the country. This is the final weekend. Can you believe it? October has come and gone. I mean, I kind of like the planning phase for next year, too. So... So, I think yeah, I mean, right yeah. now it's the like the in the heat of the moment, but you yeah, know, it's yeah, fun, I think that's fun like that for all of us. You know, I think we all enjoy the planning, the production. You know, it's just the the actual doing it kind of drains and kills us all. But uh, anyways, so I know before we get started with our topic today, we do have a little bit of housekeeping to take care of. So, Philip, what is our housekeeping for this week? Our housekeeping is that uh, the Haunt Journal has has launched at long last. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> After a little bit of delays there, um, and this first issue is is free, complimentary for people out there. And the entire issue is dedicated to haunted attractions from around the world. Got one in uh, 
Crawley in the UK to Canada to uh, the the other nine being in the uh, US. So the Vault of Souls. Yeah, the Vault of Souls. I loved the article. Like, I'm glad. Yeah, no, it's it's so good. And if you haven't picked up your issue of the Haunt Journal, I suggest you do just for the article with the Vault of Souls because I so want to just go to Florida and <laughs> see this attraction now. And I just don't have the time to go down there this year. <laughs> yep, and you can... Uh, it's very easy. Uh, there's different ways you can do it, and I'm actually going to be adding a few ways you know, as, as this progresses. Uh, but right now, you can have the PDF downloaded or emailed to you. You can have it emailed to you. Uh, it's too big to download off the site because it's uh, 130 megabytes, so that's why I can, I can email it to you as a zip file automatically. So... You can go to hauntjournal.com, and there's three options there. You can have it emailed to you, or you can view it online in our online PDF viewer, uh, or you can order a physical copy. And the physical copies do cost money because I don't make money on it, but you know the fulfillment service has to charge for the printing of it and the postage. So keep that in mind. But you can read and view everything and download it, everything. Um, we're going to be adding iOS and Android and uh, applications coming. I don't know when I need to get a lot of stuff straightened out, um, but there'll also be a desktop experience for you as, as we go along here. And the desktop experience and, and the apps will have the, the articles linked with the interviews the audio interviews and the YouTube videos from uh, the places all together, uh, so to give so that you can see everything at once and enjoy everything at once. So, so I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, if I was to go right now with my iPad and go to HauntJournal.com, does the PDF viewer is it like smart device? Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It is responsive, and you can also uh, from your from your smartphone or your tablet, you could. When you click to download current issue, it opens up a little box you put in your email, and then I email it to you. So you can do that from any device and get it emailed to you as a PDF, and then anything that can view a PDF, then you can have it on. So you know, so you you can have it and do what you want with it and read read the articles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, check out the pictures. Um, there's it's it's exactly thirty pages, eleven articles. Um, the Obviously, the feature articles are longer than than some of the other articles, but yeah, I've heard some uh, some good things. You know, Tyler obviously liked it. Uh, I have some other people that have liked it so far. Um, one girl that told me, uh, "Oh my God, I just can't stop reading it." So <laughs> that's awesome. That's good. It's been doing pretty well uh, since the launch, so I, I'm excited. It's going to be a monthly journal, and uh, I'm playing out November now, and. I think Tyler's going to make an appearance in the journal in December. Oh yeah, I have uh, I have plans. I'll yeah, plans. So yeah, one more time, Haunt Journal. It's very easy, HauntJournal.com, and that will take you to the landing page, and you can choose how you want to experience this first issue for free. Oh, that's awesome! So that's going to pretty much wrap up the housekeeping part of the show. So Philip, let's just dive in. What are we going to talk about today? So today, right now, it's, 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 it's kind of like beyond crunch time. I think right now is like, where is my head? This is just insane. Um, 
it's it's the best time for haunters because you have that euphoria, that just like mad adrenaline, can't sleep, don't even need sleep. Well, brought to you by five hour energy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't even need anything because it's that like you're at the top of that that high of having your attraction and seeing people and everything. So, so in keeping with that, you know, we really aren't going to hit you with anything too hard and heavy or philosophical or like theory driven just because it's not the time for that right now because right now you need to be focusing on getting people into your attraction making that like 25 to 100 percent of your income if you're only open one week or if you're open for the four weekends you know this is like 25 percent of of your income like it's a lot so it's, it's a big it's a big weekend um <clears throat> And, you know, making sure your flows are working and all that. So that's really what we're going to be talking about. So Tyler and I made a list of, like, the five things that you should be doing this week or should be thinking about or should just think about when I bring it up. And maybe uh, if, you, if you already have it resolved, then resolve it. And otherwise, you can, you know, it gives you a chance to, to recap and think. So the first thing is... <clears throat> Looking at your web presence online, so that's your all of your social media and your website, and asking, looking to see if the who, what, when, where, and why are all spelled out specifically on those pages, and they specifically reference 2015. So, I know it seems really, really uh, like rudimentary, but a lot of haunts miss the mark on this, and that's, I mean, all, all of these these five tips are potential thousands of dollars of lost revenue. Uh, no, I mean, you're exactly right. You know, this is um, a lot of, you know, and I, and I don't have any research to back this up. This is just me assuming. But I would assume that a lot of haunt owners probably haven't really looked at their website since early October, if not before they opened. You know, you have people out there like the amazing Chad Savage at Sinister Visions, who I'm sure this time of year gets a ton of emails about their website. So it is totally worth it to just go to your just go to your website. You know, as if you're a a paying customer, and just critically examine is all the current information there. Just like you said, Philip is the who, the what, the when, the where. Is it is it all there? And like you said, does it explicitly say like 2015? Like I don't want to go to your haunt website and then there's like friggin' last year's calendar on there or something. Yeah, and and a lot of people, you know, like we talked about last episode, assume that it's 2014 or if 15 isn't there, people don't know, and you don't want any doubt. You want to take care of the doubt before it gets anywhere. So the who, what, when, where, why. So make sure that they know what you're called that they know whether, like we talked about last episode, making sure that the what part of that is clarified. You know, are you one attraction? Are you multiple? Um, is Do you have food there? Do you not? What is the, like, what what are you? And make sure that's easily digestible and it's not uh, too wrapped up in prose, like uh, terrifyingly chilly, suspenseful, immersive experience where guests, have interactive moments. You're like that. I don't. I don't. I mean, that's wonderful, but I don't know <laughs> what that means. 
You know, like what it what is it? You know, I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that one attraction. It's be like you just go to their website and it just says "badass haunted house." Get your ticket now. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> click that's here. What it is, you know, like so. And it's very important too because I think a lot of people forget that there's that about space on your Twitter, that there's that about space on your Google Plus, that there's an about space on your Pinterest, that there's an about space on your Facebook. That's a lot larger than all of those. So. Another part of this is making sure that any place somebody comes in contact with you, that they can, with one click and above the fold, find out your who, what, when, and where. And above the fold um, means, like, if they bring up your Twitter page and they can't, on the, within the first page of a browser, find, your, find the who, what, when, where part... Um, you're going to lose them. Now, this this so. includes, like, it's not just the first page. It's, like, without scrolling. Yes. Like, it should be the very first thing they see. If you have to scroll yeah. down to see the dates or the phone number or whatever, yeah. it's not above the fold. So just to make that clear. Yeah. So that's, you know, making sure that you're, you know, I, of course, I prefer the calendar to be there with 2015, like 2015 season, and then your where to get tickets and what you are and your name and your logo being on your website on the front page. There's various ways to do that, but making sure that people from the front page can answer any question they have. So they, you know, even if it's like your, just in, in your menu options where there's like a ticket and a location, you know, on your menu option, that's fine as long as it's there and readily accessible because you want people to not have to click too many times to find the information and it needs to be right there. So I would suggest even right now going in and switching your Twitter and your all those about sections over to you don't need the name of what you are in your about <laughs> Twitter for example right because your name is already there in your Twitter handle so I prefer it to just be like open because a lot of you are going to have dates that don't apply anymore right you're going to have like open October sixth through eighth and third through fourth and twelfth right. through fifth so take all that out and just be like open Friday October. 20, October 30th through Sunday, November 1st, 2015, from 6 to 11 p.m. Tickets in the link below. Now I have a question for you. Done. And then the, the, GP, sorry, really, the GPS address, too. When you put in there the where, make sure that the address is searchable in Google Maps. Uh, and if it's not... Find an address that is and make sure the instructions are very clear because if people cannot find it in GPS, a lot of them will just not go. So do you think it would be wise for an attraction to maybe have like not like a pop-up, like not a window pop-up, but maybe just in the website itself, just a like a tab, not a tab, um, like a frame that pops up on the website, um, on the homepage that maybe says, you know, open tonight, like seven to midnight. Click here to get tickets. I think that's I think that's acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that that probably would would uh, convert really well, actually, because it it makes people. Um, it, it's a call to action, right? That makes them do something immediately. And uh, so, anyway, moving on. Number two. So that's number one. Who? Number why? Number yeah, two. Number two. Number two is a. Uh, making sure that you have a way for people to contact you with questions and get an answer back 
quickly. Mm. Right? No, nobody wants to like go to contact and see like a contact form on the website. I know that's what you want, but realistically speaking, are you going to have time to answer your email? And is it going to be? It's just, it's too much effort for somebody. <laughs> so I would suggest two things. I know a lot of people are not going to like this. The first thing I'm going to suggest is that you put a phone number there that somebody is actually going to answer that people can ask the same question to every day, every five minutes. It's going to be the same questions, and they're going to be the who, what, when, where questions. And they're going to be, is it scary? And they're going to be, who do you recommend? Yeah. It's going to be, can we wear <laughs> costumes? Cause what people time do you like, open? How much yeah. are tickets? Yeah, all those things is going to be what you're going to be asked. But that's good, because after people have called you, they're more invested to show up, right? So, because you started building that relationship, so... Now, now let me let me say something here. Yeah. While we're uh, while we're on the subject of a telephone, please practice like professional telephone etiquette, because I did call a haunted house this weekend, and I don't know if it was I don't know who I talked to if it was someone in their box office or if they like gave it to like the makeup girl and just said here while well, since you're not doing anything now that we're open answer the phone. But this is this is what it, this is what it was. Uh, hi. Thanks for calling the haunted house. How can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to find out how much your tickets. The tickets are twenty dollars. It was like totally unenthusiastic. Like I was like, oh, I mean, it, just, it sounded like bored. You know, if it were me, I'd be like, you know, thanks for calling the haunted house. How can I help you? Well, there's also um. So I, I did phones for Disney for a while, and so there's a, there a few tips. I'm glad you brought this did you, up. Did you make some? That. Did you make some magical moments happen? I, I, of course, I did. I made fun. <laughs> Uh, so were you the mouse's bitch? No. <laughs> so you know, phone phone etiquette is very important, but it's also um, important to have someone I think dedicated to it. I mean, obviously, this is the thing I think is important. I think that you have somebody that is the person that answers all the questions. Um, I know that maybe that's not feasible for some people, but I kind of think no matter who you are, it is feasible because there's going to be somebody that doesn't want to act all night or that, you know, there's going to be somebody that you can, a volunteer even of some kind, you can wrangle into doing this. Um, but I would suggest you come up with a script and you even write the script down and it's like, Hi, thanks for calling Frightworks in Knoxville. How can I assist you today? Or right, something like that. You, you want to uh, make sure that people answer um, Obviously, you know, some places think it's very important to put your name in and uh, make sure people smile when you answer and that you enunciate very well and that you kind of talk loud in case the connection's bad. Um, if you want to go really knock out of the park, I, I would have the person put their name to, like, Hi, thanks for calling Frightworks in Knoxville. My name is Philip. How can I assist you today? Right? Something like that that's a little... um a little more personal, and that make sure that you, the say, not just like, thanks for calling the haunted house, unless the name of your place is actually the haunted house, but um, I, I would make sure when they answer, they have the, the name of, of your business, you know, and where your business is located, so people know that they got the right place, and that you never, ever have somebody answer, and they just say, hello, because then you don't know if, if you actually called the business, and some people hang up, and it gets right. really awkward. <laughs> so the other thing to that too is having a uh, 
your um, if you have a Facebook page and Facebook is your main thing, I would suggest switching your Facebook call to action over to uh, messaging so that people can message the page directly from the homepage. Uh, of course, that also means you need to have somebody that sits there and actually answers the messages that come in. And there's a separate app for that, uh, the page manager, if you have a smartphone. So if you have like somebody that has a little smartphone, they can download the page manager app and get in, and then they can answer the messages that the page receives. And I kind of recommend doing that. And now uh, Facebook's made it easier because they have saved responses. So you can write up responses that are like, Hi, thanks for asking, thanks for contacting us. Our hours of operation today are blah, 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 blah. Like, because you can obviously anticipate what people are going to be asking you, so you can make safe responses in Facebook that are, uh, that answer those questions, and then you can just have someone sit there and reply to people. So, I'd suggest those things. And the main point is somebody has a way to contact you where they can get an N as, they can get and as immediate response as possible. That includes Twitter. So yeah, I agree. And if you notice too, like on Facebook, um, there's like a little green. It looks like a like a letter, like a message going really fast. Yeah. You know that that's crucial. Like you don't get that icon unless your response time on Facebook is really quick. And the best way to do that. It's just to send those notifications to your phone so you can just reply instantly. And you don't have to always be, like, checking the app or the messages app or anything like that. Just, boom, you get, like, a message on your phone, reply, done. You could be doing makeup or in the haunt, you know, while you do it. You just want to get that, you you want to get that little green icon. (laughs) Yeah, so those are, all right, number three. Number three on here is to make sure that your website is optimized and responsive. And if you don't have a website, uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, you have time to get something up. And uh, I'd recommend Wix if you're doing a very quick one. Uh, I know that I've never used Wix, but Tyler has, and it's very popular. Uh, and I, I just, because I, I use WordPress, and WordPress can look bad if you don't know what you're doing and it takes a long time to get everything right. Like there's more. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Functionality with WordPress and Wix, but it takes 
it doesn't it doesn't look as good unless you're like a, a website designer or you paid somebody or or something like that. Um, and and I think Wix is more uh, plug and play for uh, especially if you're just trying to get something out quickly. So if you don't have a website, get one. And and even if it's just one page and the page is the who, what, when, and where, you're doing good. Uh, and then <clears throat> when we say your website is optimized, we mean that it doesn't take more than six seconds to load. If it takes more than six seconds to load, people will click off of it. And that you that it's responsive in that it you you, you like have some sort of plan as to how it's gonna be viewed on different devices. So some websites are just inherently responsive now, um, but some aren't. So if your website isn't responsive, you find a way to make it responsive because 56% of web traffic is now done on a mobile device. So if you don't have your website, it's not optimized, it needs to be optimized. And it needs to load very, very quickly because especially people don't want to be using data, a lot of data to load. So it needs to be fast, under six seconds, and it needs to be optimized for all the different devices. Totally agree. Not really much to add on that one. Yeah, it's kind of cut and dry. Just yeah. make sure that your your website's done. Um, if 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 your website is taking too long to load and you don't really know what to do, I would drop some content off the page if it's not necessary. Um, because mainly people are going to be going to your web page like this weekend just to know when you're open and where you are. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that's why they're going to be going there. So and making sure that's there. And you can always make, like, little tabs so people can find other information. And on the note with, like, Wix, you know, if you've never used a, you know, online web editor, Wix is really good. Um, I use Wix for everything that I do. You know, hauntdesignkit.com is a massive website. It's a lot of content with a lot of data, and it's completely designed and ran through Wix. And... You know, it's what I did is I just basically took like a bank, a blank template, and created my own site with it. So it doesn't really follow the structure of anything that they have template-based. Um, but their templates they do have offer you a good like groundwork for then like you can go and customize with your own graphics and your own galleries and contact forms and things like that. So it's a really good. And plus, it's all it's all native like HTML5. So it's going to be responsive with all smart devices and things like that, which is which is really nice. Um, you know, I help do the Frightworks website, and you know, they're in Knoxville with Wix, and we've had great response with people buying tickets, you know, from their phones or from their iPads. So, you know, if you don't, if you've never used Wix, don't be afraid to just try it. Um, because it's just it's really easy, especially if you're going to just create like a landing page or something. It's really easy. So what's next, Philip? <laughs> Number four is make sure that you reach out this week to people that can make a difference for your attendance numbers. So, as we've talked in the previous weeks about guerrilla marketing and sending your press releases out and all of that, but unfortunately, you know, it, it's really too late in the game right now for, for a lot of that. But it's not too late in the game for a few things. And some of these things are... The number one on, on my list here is radio. Uh, because pretty much at least how it works here 
or the radio stations that I've associated with, um, yeah, I kind of just dropped off a stack of tickets for them to run a giveaway with and a press release, and then the DJs and the station takes care of the rest. Um, I mean, you probably should call ahead of time, maybe, or just drop it off. I don't know. Sometimes they don't really care. It really depends on the, the station, but, you know, there's there's that, and that's a, a good way to get some free airtime because the DJs are going to be running some sort of giveaway. You know, they, they, have to run, they have to run it, right? And in, in running it, they have to talk about what it is. So it's like getting a commercial, not you know having to pay too much for it. Um, that's that's kind of one way of doing it. Um, there's also the uh, like street if you have a street team type thing. So going to farmers markets or college events like the tailgates or whatnot, um, sports games, etc. With your street team, like Tyler mentioned previously, and kind of like handing stuff out, or flyers, or just getting the word out to people there physically in that way. Because um, it's not too late for that, because a lot of those people are going to be looking for things to do this weekend, or if it's on the weekend during the day, and you catch them like at Farmer's Market on Saturday, then maybe they'll come Saturday night, right? Um, then the uh, other things on here, the Convention and Visitors Bureau, you know, don't forget about them. Uh, making sure something about your haunt that they have the information on. A lot of them run Facebook pages and city websites and whatnot, and they're looking for content to post about the weekend right now. So make sure that you, you've at least stopped by your convention visitors bureau and you've talked to them about what, what they can help you with. And, of course, hotels. I'm always a hotel person, obviously. That's what my degree is in. So um, you can still stop by the front desk clerks and by people that are going to be working on the weekend because hotels should know by now their reservations have downloaded, so they should know who's going to be staying over the weekend. And uh, they might even have some, some way, some better way of integrating your event with them. Um, but at, if nothing else, stopping by and just, you know, giving them information so the front desk clerks, when they're asked what there is to do, if someone is staying over on Halloween and there's a visitor and they don't know what to do because they don't have, you know, any, they're just visiting, then they can tell them. Do you think it'd be good to um, maybe run something with them? Like if a hotel guest shows up in your ticket booth and, like, shows their hotel key, like their key card? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's those are all things, though. I mean, I, I kind of alluded to those yeah. in previous episodes. I think that's a great thing to do. I don't know that you have the time to do it now. It really depends on, uh, I think that might be something, that that's a great thing to do, and it's probably something you should set up in advance, and I don't know that one week is enough time, because you're probably going to, the GM or someone, the marketing guy, someone's going to have to like approve that, and if they're a chain, it has to make sure that it, that it fits in with their franchise agreement, not that it would violate it in any reason, but um, just... I think that'd be a great thing to do. And I think you could do a few things, like you could write up a special one sheet, or I say one sheet, like a, like, just like a Word document or, or some a spe- a special thing that has like directions from the hotel to your haunt and make it specific. Because if these are people that are not used to the area, right, even if they have the GPS location, right. a little confused. So being like, this is how you get here from here. And 
etc. But definitely partnering with hotels is a great idea, and a lot of them are looking for interesting things to partner with, uh, and you could probably find some really neat ways to interact with them. But I don't know that you have time to do that, so I would just make sure that they are aware of you and you've dropped off information to them. And if you didn't have time to get the front desk clerks to actually come visit you previous weekends, might have time to do that, but uh, might just have to settle with giving them your information if you haven't. Yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, same with restaurants and whatnot, too. Um, chains are less likely to do it, but mom-and-pop restaurants are probably a lot more likely to do that. Like, I, I can't really see Applebee's doing, like, handing out stuff about your attraction, but I could see the local the local place doing it. You know, now, when we talk about planning in advance for, like, next year, <laughs> you would, you know, you would try and, and get, like, the... Uh, the bartenders and, and the people in your town that talk to people, you know, like you want you want the Applebee's server to be aware of your haunt and have free tickets to it. Well, so not only that, not only that, but if you have like after the end of October here and we start planning the marketing for next year, you want to approach the chain restaurants, and if it's a fast food place, you know, you want to have like your haunted house as the tray liner on those trays and maybe some special cups printed up yeah. that they actually use. Yeah, so there's there's that. But that can't be done in like five days. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> so anyway, that's number four. Number five is uh, going to segue into another talk Tyler has, but number five is basically making sure that you are have you're going to post something this week on your social and uh, just to make pe- make sure people know that you're alive. It doesn't need to be too in-depth or it doesn't need to be too crazy. Tyler's going to talk about some, some things you could post about and some design choices. But make sure that you're posting something. Uh, maybe not these, you know, this is the week to post things. So I really wouldn't worry too much about overposting this week, so I, I would make sure that you, you have a steady stream of content going out on social. Yeah, no, this is the week where people are, I mean, Halloween is now top of mind for pretty much everybody this week, so if you ever think, like, oh, is this too much? Nah, it's never, it's not enough. Well, not this week. It could be. Well, I mean, it could be too much, but not this week. <laughs> Yep. And so Tyler has, uh, speaking about posting and design, Tyler, oh, you yeah. have, uh, the design awards and, uh, and whatnot you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, this is not um, specifically marketing related, but, you know, I every... Mean, I, I think it is, if it's design related. It's well, yeah, well, yeah, but every year, you know, my company, Haunt Design Kit, we, we award what we consider to be the best attractions that have the best design. So it's our Excellence in Design Award. And this year, I do would like I would like to on here on Marketing Monday formally announce our winners for the 2015 Haunt Design Kit Excellence in Design Award. And the haunts are the Dark Hour Haunted House in Plano, Texas. The Haunted Overload in Lee, New Hampshire. The House of Torment in Chicago, Illinois. We have Screamland 
in Kent, the United Kingdom, and the 13th Gate in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. These are all haunted houses that the team from Haunt Design Kit has visited. Um, we have about eight people, friends of mine, some people that do do, do, do some design work for Haunt Design Kit. Um, <clears throat> there's eight of us, and we visited around 153 haunted attractions this year all over the country. And one person, a friend of mine, Brad, actually got to go to the UK and visit some haunts. So, yeah, this is what we feel is the attractions in our industry that are exemplary in their design, layout, um, how the attraction uses like the flow of the customer, everything. Um, I do have some honorable mentions that I would like to, to bring up, and these are attractions that are also just spectacular in every way, but there may have been just like a little minor thing that someone had maybe an issue with or just thought could be better, but these are still just wonderful, amazing attractions. And our honorable mentions are the House of Shock in New Orleans, the Fear Experience Haunted House in Cleveland, the Dent School House in Cincinnati, uh, the L.A. Haunted Hayride in Los Angeles, California, the House of Horror and Haunted Catacombs in Buffalo, New York, the Scare House in Pittsburgh, uh, Shocktoberfest in the United Kingdom, uh, Netherworld in Atlanta, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, Florida, the 13th Floor in Denver, Colorado, House of Torment, Austin, Texas, uh, Frightworks in Knoxville, Tennessee, and Bennett's Curse in Baltimore, Maryland. So these are all haunted houses that also have just some amazing design, you know, room details, things like that. Um, but like I said, it may have just been kind of missed the mark just a little bit in like some minor thing. Um, but still, these are all amazing haunted houses. And, um, you know, these haunts do get the little, you know, little graphic award that they will put on their website. Or at least they should. They should put it on their website. Um, but, yeah, uh, Philip, have you uh, have you heard in, from any of these haunts before? I, I actually have. Uh, I've heard from a lot of the uh, honorable mention haunts. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard from some of them. I haven't. I, I have heard of some of the winners, but I have not spoken to anybody in the winner category. Yeah, I mean, you know, the winners are, you know, like again, it's Dark Hour there in Texas, Haunted Overload, House of Torment, Chicago, uh, Screamland, which is actually a cool one. It takes place at a theme park in the United Kingdom. Yeah. So it's a theme park event. It's not like a. Yeah, but they're managed by uh, Atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, the people from um, Atmosphere are the producers of the show. They they built the haunts and did the majority of the marketing and everything. Um, so they took the, the the theme park's name is, is Dreamland. And, of course, obviously, Screamland then is what you call the event, yeah. and which is really cool. It's kind of like you know what you see with Universal Studios or the other theme park events. It's this nice blend of... Really good haunted attractions, and of course the theme park carnival atmosphere that you have with all the rides and everything. So that's a truly unique experience there in the United Kingdom. And then obviously we have the 13th Gate in Baton Rouge, which I think is now three years running with this award. So yeah, I mean every year the 13th Gate just, I mean they knock it out of the park when it comes to their design. Their details, their set dressings, paint jobs, 
the flow of the customer, the layout, I mean, all of it. It's just like it checks off all the good marks that we want to see when we're looking at our excellence in design. So these are all amazing attractions. And, you know, I just want to say good job, guys. You know, this is this is what this is where the industry is going. And this is where it just needs to keep going is stepping up, you know, the design, the look, the aesthetic, all of it when it comes to our attractions. So that's my list. That's Haunt Design Kits 2015 winners of our Excellence in Design Award. Heard here first on uh, yeah, Marketing Monday. Here on Marketing Monday for all of our millions of listeners out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll in, have in, uh, New York at the Bella Center. <laughs> Live from New York. <laughs> it's uh, and we will have a website. You know, Haunt Design Kit will will have the website up. Um, I think either later today, you know, Monday. If not first thing Tuesday, so um, yeah, and you know all the haunts have have heard from me by now, and they will be getting their award in the next couple of days. So. Oh, it's cute. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I'll show you. I don't know if I've shown you yet, but I will send you a little picture of what the award looks like. I think it's pretty cool. But um, obviously, it's not like, you know, is it relevant to the customer? Nah. I mean, it's not like. You know, Honda's Design Kid declares scariest haunted house, you know, or anything like that. This is just like, you know, among the industry, what we feel is, you know, especially with Honda Design Kid being a design oriented website, what we feel is the best designed and best looking haunted house. So, and yeah, speaking of post something, you know, this week it's it's perfectly okay to post something like we just won one of the. Five awards from Haunt Design Kid for best design. Yeah, and I know that, that's, we always that's hold an acceptable it to, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and we always, um, I try to hold it to five. It's like I don't want to do like the top thirteen or the yeah. top twenty-five. No, I just it's five. I want it to be this kind of coveted thing that not many places get. You know, you really have to work for this award, and we do go out of our way to visit a ton of haunted houses. You know, each year, and we don't we don't notify the haunts that we're coming. You know, we we pay the tickets, we stand in line, and we visit the haunt. We want to get the the experience that the nice. normal customer gets. So, you know, it's it's kind of sneaky. You know, we don't really let anyone know we're coming, but we want to get that full experience. Um, I mean, obviously, with some of us being friends with people in the industry, we're spotted. <laughs> And yeah. you know, conversation start or whatever, but we we try to go as incognito as we can. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. You heard it here first on Marketing Monday. Well, and uh I think that's about it. We you have you had your uh five things to be making sure that you've covered this week. Uh we talked about the Haunt Journal and we talked about the uh Haunt Design Kit two thousand fifteen design awards. Oh yeah, so that'll do it, guys. Philip, where can they, uh, if people want to download old episodes or learn more about the Haunted Attraction Podcast Network and the Haunted Journal, where can they find more information? Man, you can get everything from our landing page at hauntedpodcast.com. It has the Haunted Journal link along with all of the different shows, including Marketing Monday. So, hauntedpodcast.com. Sounds good. Well, I want to thank everybody again for listening. This is our last weekend. Well, most of us, this is our last weekend. So let's just rally the troops. 
Let's take them home and have an awesome weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm Tyler, and I'm out. Woo! <laughs> Bye, everybody. This show is part of the Haunted Attractions Podcast Network. Find all of our shows at hauntedattractionspodcast.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.